It's time to reach out, reach out. Time to reach out, reach out. Touch everybody, reach out, reach out. It's time to reach out, reach out. Someone need help. We are back. I am back, which I do believe was like a two-week hiatus. I don't even want to call it a hiatus. I want to call it a vacation. It was great. Talking to somebody, they were like, yeah, 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 I'm enjoying the podcast. Da, da, da. I said, you know what? I haven't recorded one in like two weeks. He said, call it a season. This is a new season. This is a new season. I like it. Thank you, Justin, for that one, by the way. It's a new season. Season one was 20 episodes. This is Straight Within Podcast episode 21. We're calling it season two. And I am fired up because that two-week vacation leads us into this content that I want to deliver and I want to discuss and I want to talk about in this episode 21. We're going to call it episode 21 because it's season two, episode one. Mm. I like that. And, uh, but kind of going back, and this might be a little off the topic, but it doesn't matter. It's just like that's going on. Um, coming off a, a, a powerlifting competition meet over the weekend and uh, on Saturday. It was a great time, good environment. It was outdoor, which was new to me, uh, um, which I mean, it turned out really good. It, it rained, uh, and then it was sunny. It was very interesting, but overall, I think... Uh, it was put on very well, so shout out to that. Shout out to them. Um, um, Colossal, I believe is how you pronounce the, um, the company that put that on. But anyway, what goes into that is a lot of training, a lot of weeks of training building up to a powerlifting meet. You know, that's where you, um, you, 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 you try to lift as much weight in, as you can in the squat, um, in the bench press, and then in the deadlift. And they take, you know, your successful highest lifts, they add them together, gives you a total. And it's pretty, you know, cut and dry. You either lifted the most weight for the day or you did not. But I, I've been enjoying doing those every now and then to test uh, not only just my strength, but a lot of it's mental too. I mean, you got to get all pumped up for that kind of stuff when you're lifting maximally like that. Um, but the training that goes into it, I enjoy as well um, because it's a grind. It's a grind, but, um, you know, the weekend didn't go as the lift, the meat didn't go as I was hoping. I try not to have expectations and show up and, and assess how I'm feeling the morning of because the hard part's done. The training's done. You show up and you compete, you know, all the hard work and all the sweat and all, all that, all that training is over with. And now it's just one day you're going there to work out. That's how I look at it. Um, so I didn't have too high of expectations. There was numbers that I that I wanted to hit um, because it's always good to have a game plan. And um, I ended up tweaking something in my back early on in, in the squat. I couldn't tell you at what point, but all I know is by the time that I got to the last event, the last lift was the deadlift, I was like, mm -mm. I was like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. As we were all warming up in the back, I was like, mm, something's wrong. It's not good. It's not good. And so I went out and I did my I, I did my first lift. And uh, upon that pole, that deadlift, I was like, nope. Like something is wrong. It is not good. Like this is not good. And I can count on one hand how many times I've had like a workout related, I don't even want to say injury. Like I've never had surgery on something, um, you know, but, but aches, pains, strains, 
um, things like that. I can count on one hand in the past 17 years that that's happened uh, uh, in regards to working out. So I think that success rate is actually pretty high. But I knew something was off. I knew something was off, and it was funny because, like, the old me, you know, years ago, I'd have been like, mm, you don't push through it. You know, I had people there uh, uh, rooting me on, and so it would have been really easy to be like, you know what, I'm going to do this anyways. Like, they came here to show out for me. They sat in the rain. Big ups to all of them. You know who you are. And, but no, that wasn't the case. I think I made a very good judgment call and I pulled out uh, uh, from doing the last two lifts to save myself from further potential injury. You know, so which I'm still feeling now, but it'll be all right. But that's not the point. And we were having a conversation, you know, buddy of mine after a buddy of mine afterwards, and it was, you know, I said, you know, I, I know I made the right decision. You know, it's funny that you know, we you know the, you can succeed through failure. And I'm not saying that I failed or I'm not saying that I quit, but by making that decision is saving me for my future. I said, it's funny how you can win heavily from a loss. Like We, we can win from losses. We, we can succeed through failures. Oftentimes, and me, for the longest time, I would look at success and failure as the opposition on two ends of the spectrum when really they're synonymous. They, they, they're equal. Success and failure are the same things. It's all about your perspective. So I was telling him, I said, you know what? I said, I just won. You know, I won from that loss because I got other things going on in my life that if I would have potentially, you know, if I would have continued on, I could have potentially got hurt that would have disrupted and kept me from doing X, Y, and Z. So I won. Sometimes we got to make those tough decisions in life, right, in the moment, to think about the long term, think about the long ball, think about the investment that we're making and not just that short-term gain or that short-term high or whatever it is. Um, so that was kind of the takeaway for the weekend. And uh, yeah, so I won. Not the meat, but I won, and I won because I didn't try to take myself to that level. And so today's topic, I, I've been thinking about subconsciously for the past six, seven months, but more so for the past two months, it's just been bam, right there at the forefront because a lot's been going on for all of us in life and uh, not just with, you know, the, the virus and, and people's, you know, their jobs and everything. There's been a lot going on. We just kind of discussed that in the um, Resilient podcast, right, in those episodes. But more so, and this is going to be probably controversial for some people, but I want to talk about this topic and we're going to call this episode, Mind Your Business. Mind Your Business. Minding Your Business. We're going to talk about the art of minding your business. And a lot of people, when you say that, hey, mind your business, it's got a negative sense to it, right? But I feel like we've been saying that kind of stuff as, as kids. Mind your own business. Mind your beeswax. But minding, minding our own business, it definitely takes on a new role and a new definition as we grow older and as we become more mature. 
and it almost seems like it becomes like this just giant web of comparison or, or comparison. We're comparing ourselves to others. The the need to be right. Uh, this the, the gossip and judgment. Like that's what it becomes tangled up in. Is 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 all that. And and so we say, mind your business. Mind your own business. But that's, I, I don't want to take it in that negative sense. I want to use it in a positive light. And what minding your business means. And that's kind of been my, my phrase lately is mind your business. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that to myself as well. It's when I'm saying it, it is advice to myself. Mind my business. Because I truly feel that when you mind your own business, you get so much more accomplished, right? So what does minding your business mean? I think minding your business means focusing on what you can control and not what you can. We've talked or we touched on that plenty of times. Minding your own business, when you strip it down, is really just focusing on what you can control and letting go of what you can't. Minding your business is staying in your lane. Not worrying about other people. Not worrying about other people's actions. Not worrying about the, the thoughts of, of, of others. Taking responsibility for your own thoughts and actions. That's minding your business. And from personal experience, I mean, oftentimes we try to control the external environment. We try to control the world that's happening around us in everything and everyone. And it's so easy to not focus on controlling ourselves. Like we're trying to control other people, what they think. And, you know, we're always worried about what they think about us. And, but at the end of the day, the only thing we can control is ourselves. That's the only thing we can control is ourselves. That's minding our business. When we let go of what we can't control, and let these other people take responsibility for their own thoughts and their own actions. And there's been a lot going on. And, you know, getting personal, there's been a lot going on in my life that I would say 98% of the, of the people around me don't even know about you. I don't know why. It's because I put my head down and I was like, I'm going to mind my own business for my own good. Because I was tired of getting wrapped up in focusing on the things that I can't control or worrying about what other people might think or what others' actions are. I don't care what those other people were doing. I said, you know, what I can focus on is that one thing, and that's me. My thoughts, my actions, what's in front of me. And so I made it a challenge to myself to do that. To not worry about what other people are doing. To not worry about necessarily what's going on around me. And just focus on literally what's in front of me. One foot in front of the other. One step at a time. So I've been minding my own business. And especially these last couple weeks. And I can't wait to roll all, all, all that out. But It's, it's, like I said, it's, it's something that I can control is, is my mind, my thoughts, my actions. And I think we all need to, to hammer that home. 
but going back on the things on like, okay, if you're not minding your business, what's the opposite of not minding your business? Right? And, and that comes down to criticizing people, judging people, reacting to circumstances that have nothing to do with you. And these are all things that I've done and it constantly is like the work is not doing those kind of things. Big thing for me was like trying to trying to solve other people's problems for them. Even as a as a kid, going back, like I always remember being that person. Like I remember being like seventh grade and we would get on the house phone and we would three-way would be me, my buddy and his, his girlfriend at the time. And I would be like Dr. Phil in the middle of this three-way conversation on the phone, trying to like help them fix their relationship, like being that mediator. And I did that a lot and, you, and it feels good, right? It feels good when you help other people solve their problems or what you think, quote unquote, solve their problems or you help people kind of mask their problems or push them aside temporarily. Like if it feels good, right? It releases these endorphins like, ah, I have a, a sense of worth. But I kind of prided myself on that. I was always trying to solve other people's problems and it became like addicting. But as I got older and even, even to like right now, like you realize that when you're just solely trying to help other people solve their problems, you're only pushing away your problems. When you're attempting to fix and I'm attempting to fix other people's problems, I'm merely just numbing and pushing away my problems. In turn, not minding my own business. Even if they're asking for that advice or that help. You know what I mean? And it kind of came down to when you're pushing these away, and I say you're, I'm really talking about myself, when I'm pushing these problems away, at the end of the day, I'm not taking responsibility for my own thoughts and my own actions. Why? Because sometimes that's uncomfortable to do. It's easier to throw myself in other people's problems. What's going on in your life, right? All that drama. But it, it, one thing that, you know, COVID-19 has taught me in the positive sense is taking responsibility for my own thoughts and actions. Whether or not it was forced upon me, it doesn't matter. You know, there was no dipping my toe in the pool. It was like go time. You're getting pushed into the pool above your head. Figure it out. Figure it out. Like you're going to have to take responsibility for your own thoughts and actions and stop worrying about everything else that's going on around you. And what better timing that was than being locked down with yourself. But it could have went both ways and I've seen it go the other way for other people. You know, and I, I touched on, I think in a podcast, us getting wrapped up into social media and how easy it was because we're literally sat down and we got these screens in front of us. So it's so easy to go on and start scrolling on Facebook and on Instagram. Now you're, you're poking your nose in other people's business. That's what it is. And we're worrying about what's happening in the world versus what's happening under the roof of our own house. What's happening right in front of us. It became really easy to do. So it could have went this way or that way. And I just made a conscious decision to focus on me, myself, my thoughts, my actions. You know, my, not minding our own business is also blaming others for our thoughts and our feelings. And I did that for too many years. Well, you made me mad. 
Well, you make me feel this way. Well, you make me do blah, 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 right? The list goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Instead of taking responsibility for that, where I was blaming others for my thoughts and feelings. Oh, you said this, or you did this, and now I'm upset, I'm hurt, I'm sad, uh, uh, I'm anxious. And I, was, I would blame people for that. But not realizing I was allowing those people to control the way that I thought and the way that I felt. I wasn't minding my own business. That's just a few things. It's just a few things I was letting go outside of my control that now I'm honing in. The past six, seven months, like I've tried to just go after it. And the, 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 the switch that I made was I started asking myself, like, is, is this something that I can control? It's a yes or a no answer. Is this situation something I can control? Is this, you know, something this person's saying something I can control? Yes or no? If the answer's no, move on. Mind your business. If it's something you can control, then it's your business. And do with it as you see fit that aligns with your commitments and the life that you want to live. At the end of the day, my thoughts and my actions, that's my business. Your thoughts and your actions are your business. Other people's thoughts and their actions, that's their business. That's not my business. That's not your business. Even other things like these external things like the weather, it's not my business. It's not your business. We can't control that. And what even more kind of sparked this was like, I just kind of went dormant. I've been enjoying it, going quiet, going ghost is kind of what I call it, and minding my business and focusing on what I can control or what I need to do and what I want to do that's going to align with the things that I want to accomplish and my commitments. And as time's progressing without you know, going too far into detail, but constantly receiving texts and, and basically in a nutshell saying, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's going on? And I'm not, I don't play into it. Because I'm minding my business. And I think everybody needs to mind their business. And I'm only saying that because when I started doing that in this short period of time, now granted it's not these huge, huge successes, but it's the small things that add up over time. And I've been noticing this winning streak. Shout out to Charlie Rocket for that one. Look it up. This winning streak over the past six months. All these little things happening that are getting me one step closer to the things that I want to accomplish and the things that align with my commitments. And I directly relate that to minding my own business and learning to focus on what I need to do because those are the things that I can control and not worry about what everybody else is doing. Now, I'm not saying that I want everybody to not be successful, not at all. No, 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 no. I want you to mind your business and help you achieve your success and whatever that might be. I want to see everybody succeed. But this is what's helped me. I'm no expert in this field. By any means, anything I talk to, I am not an expert. This is just life. And I'm just sharing my story. I'm just sharing my story. So when people are like, yo, what are you doing? What are you doing? There's rumors about this and there's rumors about that. I'm not going to entertain 
anything. For what? Going back earlier, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to take responsibility for my own actions, my own thoughts, my own feelings. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get caught up in the gossip or the judgment or the comparison or the need to be right. Nor should anybody else. It's such a freeing feeling when you do that, when I did that. You know what I mean? And I've just been taking responsibility for myself because that is even more gratifying. Like whatever result I get from the action I take is completely up to me. That's responsibility. No one makes me do or feel anything. It's my choice on what I do or what I let in. That is freeing. Completely comprehending that and, and, and taking that for what it is. I know that if I do this, that is going to get me this result. Is that going to put me in a step closer to my commitments, to my accomplishments? Yes or no? That gives you all the answers that I need. That gives me all the answers that I need. And knowing that no one makes me do or feel a certain way. It's not letting someone else have authority over me. I always have the choice. We always have the choice. Like minding my business has, has, has taught me to not be the victim and completely take ownership of those decisions that I'm making. Like what does that mean? What does it mean when you're minding your own business and choosing not to be a victim? And, and what does it mean when you're taking ownership of your decisions? I, I believe it means like this. Like you don't have to go to work. I mean, technically you don't. You don't have to go to work. You don't have to eat healthy. You don't have to exercise. But it's the things that we choose to do because we want the what. We want the result. Like you go to work for what? To collect a paycheck in order to pay your rent or your mortgage or feed your kids. Like you choose to do that because of the result. Or because the result of not doing them or the consequences of not doing them. Maybe that makes you have a certain decision. Like I go to work, using this as an example, because I want to be able to provide for my family. Instead of complaining and saying, well... My husband or my wife made me go to work or my boss makes me go to work. Like I had to work extra hours this week because my boss made me. Instead of saying, no, I, I chose to work this extra shift because it's going to further my success. It's going to help me provide more so for my family. It's a choice. It's a choice. Like you, you, you take your responsibility for your choices, for your actions. That's exactly what I've been doing. Nobody's making the choices for me. It's me. It's like taking control of your life, grabbing the steering wheel, staying in your lane. That's minding your business. It's minding the business. And I found something that was, that was really good, and it was like, 
It was talking about uh, not believing every thought in your head. And we all know how difficult that can be. Especially like, you know, the, the, the depression that I, that I was going through young, the anxiety. Like you get, it's so easy to get caught in your head. But not believe in all those thoughts, whether they're positive or negative. I did touch on, you know, I was so beat up on having all these positive thoughts that when I would have a negative thought, I would beat myself up about it. Right? And I used to think that if I were to, to, to think these negative thoughts, like those would, be, would become things because law of attraction states your thoughts become things. But Lord and behold, it's what you put your energy into and what you actually believe. And so reading, you know, don't believe every thought in your head. So when we mind our own business, we save a lot of that energy that we might expel into all those thoughts that don't align with our goals and our commitments. Like we save a lot of energy because then we start focusing on what we do want instead of what we don't want. And then in the analogy of, of, it's like sorting the mail, you know, thinking about how much time and stress it takes and energy it takes to go through every little piece of mail, whether it's in your mailbox. Imagine going into your mailbox on your phone. You're like, all that junk mail, but you had to click it and read all of it, every single one of it. Think about how much energy that's going to take. That take all day. Instead of probably doing what we all do is just look at it. It's like delete, 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 put it in the trash, put it in the trash. And then something raises our attention. Then we pay attention to it. Like then we click it. Then we open it. Then we really read it. Our thoughts are like that. You get all this junk mail in your head, all those thoughts, right? Then we think of like, well, I think it was like 85,000 thoughts a day. It's probably way more now. I'm probably just making something up. Somebody fact check me. Either way, you know it's a lot of thoughts. And how many of those are actually thoughts that align us with what we want? How many of those thoughts that float in our head are almost like useless or, no, or they're not necessarily helpful? So part of minding our own business is figuring out which thoughts are useful to us, are important, are true. Instead of being thrown off of our path and out of our lane and distracted by other thoughts that go through our minds that have nothing to do with what we want. The same thing goes with our feelings and our emotions. It's the same as thoughts. Some feelings are great. Some require attention and others don't. We have to be in tune with ourselves and like, do, do these feelings, do these thoughts, do these actions align with what we want? That's called minding your business. It's being conscious and aware of you, ourselves, me. Like sometimes, and I found this working for me, like, okay, I don't have to be positive all the time. So when I'm having these moments of sadness or anger or I'm upset, like I, I had to sit there with myself. And this is truly like what I do, sit there with myself. And I go, is this true? Am I just in my head? Or it's just, just background noise. Sometimes it takes me to sleep on it. Sometimes it takes 24 hours. And I go, you know what? That was just the moment. Like, it's not important. It's not going to project me into my future self. You know, on my board, I had wrote, what would your future self do? Well, does that feeling or that thought align with that? Sometimes it takes a couple hours to say no. But that's like practicing self-awareness. Like minding your business is observing half the time, like what's going on inside of you, not what's going on outside of you. 
And I feel like a lot of people, when I see it, are too worried about the things that are going on outside themselves. Let's all start being self-observant in how much stuff, how much things we can accomplish. And I'm just saying that from experience. So I'm going to continue on this path of minding my own business because it's worked for me. It's, it's worked for me. Like we can observe ourselves, our activities, uh, the, the thoughts that are going in our head, our state of mind. And I believe that's what minding our business is, is, is being the observer and being self-aware. Like, so when we have a thought or an emotion that comes out, like, do you automatically just believe that thought? A lot of the time, yeah. Especially, like, you know, previously, it's like, man, I got this thought in my head, like, it's got to be true. It's got to be true. But the observer in me is catching that and going, you know what? Is that junk mail? <laughs> you need to open that? You need to believe that? You need to believe every thought? I don't think so. I don't think so. And just like everything we touch on, it's, you're not just born with the art of minding your business. Like we're not just born with the acts of doing certain things. Some people have it better than others, sure. But it's a practice. It all takes practice. It's the work. And I vow to continually to work on myself because I feel like the more that I work on myself is going to help the people around me. The more that I can accept myself, the more that I accept other people. And that is minding your business. Like it is, minding your business don't come naturally, does it? Like the drama is addicting. Emotions are addicting. It's like a drug. But it's a practice. It's conscious. And I found the more and more that I, that I put my head down, I cleared out the noise that's going on around me. The more and more I do it, I find it easier because I've been practicing, so it's becoming more second nature. And what I found for me is that the more that I've done this, the more I've started to take ownership of my own life and how empowering that is because before I didn't feel like I had that 100% ownership of my life, constantly thinking about what other people think. If I make this decision for my career, if I make this decision in this, in this relationship, like what are other people going to think? Well, you just gave up your ownership. So I've learned to take the ownership of my own life through my thoughts and my decisions, which have been helping me grow. And it's amazing. It's so empowering. It's so empowering. And going back, like, how I've been doing that was, again, you know, if somebody comes in and says, well, you did this and this and that, blah, 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 and this this is how you made me feel, I'm going to say, well, does this affect me personally? Just because you're saying something like, does that affect me personally? And flipping that, like, not reaching out to people and, and necessarily stating my opinion because if it doesn't affect me personally, then it shouldn't matter. And I should keep that thought to myself. 
I feel like I was one of those people. Like I used to just throw my opinion around like it was off. <laughs> but for what? It doesn't matter. And I'm not saying like if somebody's asking me for advice, I'm going to be like, Pfft. no, that's not, that's not what I mean. If somebody's asking you for advice, no, no, no. But I'm not going to give it unless it's asked for. You know what I'm saying? And then talking about the, the art of, of positivity, positive thoughts. You know, and, and how my, my reaction is everything. And what I mean by that is how I react to certain situations is everything to me, for me. So if somebody has something, voices a, an opinion or has a choice or their action, it's how I react is all up to me and I'm going to choose as much as I can to react with positivity because positive thoughts are beautiful. A positive attitude is contagious. Like we don't have to agree with somebody. Like I don't have to re uh, agree with the action or something you say and it, 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 I can still react in a positive, a positive manner. And tell me if I'm wrong, positivity just attracts more positivity. I'll wait. Minding our business. I love it. That's the mantra leading into 2021 is I'm minding my business. You need to mind your own business. Focus on what you can control and not what you can't. Let go of what you can't control. And all we can control is ourselves. I'm going to sit back and mind my business. Love you guys. It's time to reach out, reach out, time to reach out.